Moscosippi burning. I'm Amy Goodman, host of Democracy Now! with my weekly Breaking the Sound Barrier podcast. Salman Hamdani died on September 11, 2001. The 23-year-old research assistant at Rockefeller University had a degree in biochemistry. He was also a trained emergency medical technician and a cadet with the New York Police Department. But he never made it to work that day. Hamdani, a Muslim-American, was among the day's first responders. He raced to ground zero to save others. His selfless act cost him his life. Salman Hamdani was later praised by President George W. Bush as a hero and mentioned by name in the USA Patriot Act. But that was not how he was portrayed in the immediate aftermath of 9-11. In October, his parents went to Mecca to pray for their son. While they were away, The New York Post and other media outlets portrayed Hamdani as a possible terrorist on the run. Missing or hiding, mystery of the NYPD cadet from Pakistan screamed the Post headline. The sensational article noted that someone fitting Hamdani's description had been seen near the Midtown Tunnel a full month after 9-11. His family was interrogated. Hamdani's internet use and politics were investigated. His parents, Talad and Salim Hamdani, had been frantically searching the hospitals, the lists of the dead and the injured. This is Salman's mother, Talat Hamdani. It was just a search. Everywhere in hospitals, we went to New Jersey, we went to all the hospitals, because there was, there were patients, you know, who had lost their memory, you know, maybe we, we hoped that he would be one of them, we would be able to identify him. But the ominous reports on Salman Hamdani were typical of the increasing overt bigotry against Arab Americans, Muslim Americans, and people of South Asian heritage. Talat, who worked as a teacher at the time, told me how children in her extended family had to anglicize their names to avoid discrimination. We have nieces and nephews in second and third grade they were at that time. They were in second grade. And believe me, they changed their names, you know. Some Armin became Amy, and one became Mickey, and the other one became Mikey. And the fourth one became Adam. And we asked them why you changed their names. And they said, you know, because we don't want to be called terrorists in the school. On March 20, 2002, the Hamdanis received word that Salman's DNA had been found at Ground Zero, and thus he was officially a victim of the attacks. At his funeral, held at the Islamic Community Center at East 96th Street in Manhattan, Mayor Michael Bloomberg, Police Commissioner Ray Kelly and Congressman Gary Ackerman all spoke. Which brings us to the controversy around the proposed Islamic Community Center slated to be built at 51 Park Place in Lower Manhattan. The facility is not, for the record, a mosque, and it is not at Ground Zero. It's two blocks away. The Cordoba Initiative, the nonprofit group spearheading the project, describes itself as a community center much like the YMCA or the Jewish Community Center, where people from any faith are allowed to use the facilities. Beyond having a gym, the Cordoba House will house a pool, restaurant, 500-person auditorium, 9-11 memorial, multi-faith chapel, office and conference space and prayer space, it says. Opposition to the center started among fringe right-wing blogs and has since been swept into the mainstream. While the hole at Ground Zero has yet to be filled, as billionaire developers bicker over the plans, the news hole that August brings has been readily filled with the Ground Zero mosque controversy, as they call it. There's another hole that needs to be filled, namely the absence of people in the U.S. in leadership positions in every walk of life of every political stripe speaking out for freedom of religion and against racism. As the Reverend Dr. Martin Luther King Jr. once said, 
In the end, we will remember not the words of our enemies, but the silence of our friends. Does anyone seriously say that there shouldn't be a Christian church near the site of the Oklahoma City bombing just because Timothy McVeigh was a Christian? People who are against hate are not a fringe minority, not even a silent majority, but are a silenced majority. They're silenced by the chattering classes who are driving this debate throughout the media. Hate breeds violence. Marginalizing an entire population, an entire religion, is not good for our country. It endangers Muslims within America and provokes animosity toward America around the world. When I asked Daisy Khan, executive director of the American Society for Muslim Advancement, which is a partner in the proposed community center, if she feared for herself, for her children, or for the Muslims in New York, she replied, I'm afraid for my country. I'm Amy Goodman with Dennis Moynihan.